Hello, and thanks for joining us. I'm Kevin Rose, it's Monday the 2nd of March, and welcome to the latest Sound Advice podcast from Best Advice. In this show, we'll be covering Masthaven's new online broker portal for short-term lending, and why the Nottingham for Intermediaries has moved into limited company buy-to-let. Masthaven has just launched an online broker portal for short-term lending, and to find out more about this, I'm joined by John Hall, Chief Commercial Officer and Deputy CEO of Masthaven. Hello, John. Yeah, hi, Kevin. Now, first off, John, um, what does the portal offer? So, the short-term lending portal that uh, that we've just launched to the whole of the market um, offers uh, it offers the route for intermediaries to get a approved automated decision in principle. Alternatively, they can um, select an option, which means that they their inquiry comes into a, a credit decision maker within the bank and they get that response through that portal. Um, or alternatively, they can they can still continue to engage with our uh, sales team uh, as per the, the the kind of the more traditional route. So, so really, what we're about, Kevin, is giving um, giving our intermediary partners either you know, speed and certainty of decisioning uh, for their clients, um, allowing them more time with their clients in terms of adding more value and uh, increasing their efficiency. So, it reduces the need to Kind of rekey at um, an application stage, and, and therefore also reduces errors as well. And what effect do you think this will have on speed of cases, for example? We've been testing this with with a, a panel of our intermediaries since October, and, and what that demonstrated is certainly there's there's a, a, a quicker turnaround um, where uh, it's important for uh, an intermediary to, to kind of provide a, a, an immediate response to a to a client if it if the case particularly fits. For, for an automated decision in principle, they can do it there and then. And uh, and, and what we hope that that will then do is, uh, in effect, make the bridging market much more accessible and, and enable our intermediaries to spend more time with their clients and potentially less time uh, engaging with, uh, with, you know, with the lender themselves at the, in the first instance. Now, uh, you've got something similar in place for first and seconds. Why has it taken a bit longer to have something for bridging? It's a very, very individual and, and, and specialist market uh, in terms of bridging finance uh, and development finance. And, and what we, you're, you're right to point out that we've uh, we've got a um, a portal and decision making um, system already in place for our residential and buy to let first and second charge. Uh, but what we found uh, when looking at that system was um, it it didn't quite capture the essence of uh, bridging finance, which is very much around a very small number of key data points that you need to you need to gain but also what you need to understand is the the story behind which um, a client is looking for a solution so people very much don't go looking for uh, for bridging loans what they have is a particular need and it's very important as part of a communication process to understand exactly what a, a client is looking to do and then you can respond with the appropriate bridging product for that particular need and what about documentation? Is that all available for brokers, or do they have to um, speak to somebody first, or, or what? Yeah, so as part of the process, they, a broker can get a, a, an ESIS as well as a, a downloadable uh, decision in principle uh, from us, and 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 also if they would would want to, they can upload uh, documents into the portal itself as well. So so that creates a, 
a secure and, and single kind of repository for, for for documents that may well support the the case. And then when they want to progress from being um, the decision in principle, I mean they could all they they could always get actually a a kind of quick quote off of the 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 web the intermediary website that we have. Uh, that data will then follow through from a quick quote into a decision in principle. And if they want to subsequently, or their client wants to subsequently apply, then again that data gets carried forward into the into the application process. So, so we're very, hoping very much it, it it kind of all hangs together and it's all kind of very supportive for our intermediaries. And certainly the testing that we did before we went live as part of kind of the pilot that we've been running uh, certainly uh, kind of proved that point. And finally, John, sort of more broadly, I mean, since the election, we've heard a lot of talk about uh, what the first mortgage market and the buy-to-let mortgage market, what might be in store since the election, uh, you know, 2020. But what about the bridging market? Do you, do you think that's going to be as positive as the others? Or I mean, certainly the early indications are that um, that, that providing some certainty back into the market um, has allowed things to start moving. Uh, there's no doubt that the particularly the last quarter of last year, uh, there was either um, some, some kind of uh, nervousness in terms of people kind of uh, you, you know, entering into the bridging market looking for transactions in terms of um, the potential for uh, for exits particularly involving sale of properties not to not to take place or to take longer um, and so we saw a, a slight um, kind of slowdown at, at that time of the year some of it's also seasonal um, but we certainly since the start of the year we've seen certainly property related transactions come to life we've seen obviously a lot more interest we're we're very uh, particularly focused in the in, in the regulated and and the non-regulated buy to let space, and and we've seen the that that kind of part part of the market certainly pick up post the election, um, as as property transactions seem to to be kind of flowing through a, a bit more easily um, at the start of the year. John Hall from Milestone, thanks for joining us. Pleasure, Kevin. Thank you very much. The Nottingham for Intermediaries has introduced a new range of limited company buy-to-let mortgages. To find out more, I have Nikki Warren-Dean, Head of Intermediary Sales at the Nottingham on the line. Hi, Nikki. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you very much, Kevin. Um, yes, we've launched a new type of mortgage lending, um, limited company buy-to-let, and that was launched yesterday, the 27th of February. Um, and this has been on our wish list for some time, but with the new broker portal system having just recently been introduced, we decided to go live with the products after that new system went live. So um, the new system has gone down extremely well with the brokers, with many saying it's as simple as we said to get registered in less than four minutes, and that a decision in principle only takes what it needs to, and that's only a matter of a few minutes more. And then it gives an accept or a decline decision, um, and they really like the system. So they're absolutely supportive of what we've put in place, with many more improvements coming as we progress this year. What made you move into the limited company by to let space? Well, I think it's something that's been on our radar for many a month. Um, but with Broker Portal, there was obviously just a slight delay. But in the recent years, the government has changed the way in which mortgage interest relief for landlords holding a property in their own name, which has meant that limited company has grown in popularity. And this gives individuals a preferential tax relief rate and another option as how to best look after their currently owned buy-to-lets or how they look to take more on board. So it's a natural step, a progressive step for the Nottingham to take up this type of lending. And, um, you know, what's your proposition in a nutshell? 
Yep. So we've launched um, three two-year fixed rates, three five-year fixed rates, and a discounted product with no ERCs. The fixed rates we have offered come with various USPs. For example, our two-year fixed rate comes with no fees and a rate of 3.2%. But we also offer a 999 fee product with a rate of 2.76. These market-leading rates, coupled with our income rental calculation of 125 at 5.5%, makes this a real strong contender in the marketplace. And current feedback is that it's looking highly competitive on the sourcing systems. So we lend up to 75% loan to value, but there must be an SVP for holding and letting residential investment properties in place. But I think the proposition looks strong um, overall. And um, are there any sort of particular product or criteria aspects that brokers need to sort of bear in mind? When they're looking at um, limited companies buy to let, I mean, you know, in, in case they haven't um, dealt with them much before and, and what sort of managing their ex- expectations of brokers and therefore their customers about things like timelines and complexity. Yeah, and I think um, I think first and foremost, the rental calculation that we currently offer at 125 at 5.5 is a positive string to the bow. Um, we allow up to four stakeholders, directors um, under the limited company. So I think they're really the key main attributes of the product. Um, and we're only a day into the launch at the time of recording this podcast yet. So we've yet to see what the heightened activity will look like. But already we're seeing more incoming calls. And we've also seen some activity via the portal with regards to dips coming through the system. So this is a great start to this launch. And we continue to watch this space with um, you know, great anticipation of what's to come. But with regards to the processing of these cases, it's online with a soft search of the directors. And the process is quite straightforward. Documents get uploaded via the online system, and then we would look to instruct evaluation on day one and hope to be able to get offers out as soon as possible following the return of a successful valuation. For the Nottingham, moving into this new space, what are your expectations for it? How ambitious are you to take market share in this space? I think we're quite ambitious, to say the least. So I think we've always been a strong player in Vitalet, um, historically having been seeing some really strong percentage of lending in that space. And we hope to couple that with Vitalet Limited Companies. So these are really exciting times for the Nottingham, with this being the latest addition to an already full and diverse rate card, with more additions hopefully to come soon. Finally, what what are your thoughts on the current state of play for landlords, you know, especially given the tax changes that are coming into force? Well, I think we've absolutely seen more landlords are setting up a limited company in order to be able to fulfil their existing buy-to-lets or to manage their new buy-to-lets moving forward. And I think absolutely the tax relief on a limited company is a positive step for how landlords want to engage with their buy-to-lets. So I think it absolutely makes sense if you're a buy-to-let owner um, to look at the different options that you have um, in place before you now. Nikki Warren-Dean from the Nottingham, thanks for joining us. Thank you. I'm afraid that's all we have time for this week. Remember, we're now available on Apple Podcasts as well as Spotify, Google and other leading podcast platforms. For more information, please visit bestadvice.co.uk forward slash podcast 
See you next week. <laughs>